Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Rampage. We have Danhausen, Orange Cassidy, Trump Ferretta, and Hook defeating the team of Angela Parker, Matt Menard, Evil Uno, and Alex Reynolds. Willie Yuta, who has his eyes set on Hook, came out during this match and joined commentary as Danhausen pulled out the purple hat, which got Jack Hager on the outside all upset. All this confusion until Danhausen rolled up Matt Menard for the pen. Renee was with Soraya, Ruby Soho, and Anna Jay backstage as Soraya was ignoring Ruby and hyping up Anna until Angela Parker runs in miraculously fast after his last match, saying that he's ready for their match, but Anna says that she doesn't want any of the Dark Order guys out there, especially Parker. Tony Schiavone brings out Sting and Ric Flair to the ring and talks about their history in Minneapolis as well as on the TNT network, with them talking about being in the first and last show on TNT that Ric Flair did a Ric Flair promo. But his line about woman 18 to 28 to meet him at the hotel was edited out. I know this was uh, heavily criticized online, but he did do it at the tapings. Chris Statlander and Sky Blue were arguing backstage ahead of them having a team up tonight, but Hika Rashida was trying to be the mediator in between. Kyle Fletcher, Konosuke Takeshita, and Powerhouse Hobbs of the Don Callis family destroyed the team of Jossie, Kit Sackett, and Renny D with Hobbs getting the pin on Jossie after a world's strongest slam as Takeshita and Fletcher took out the others with pile drivers. Don Callis put out a warning to the Golden Jets after this. Prince Nana said since the Gates of Agony uh, were over in Japan, he was going to hire the workhorsemen for the services tonight to team up with Brian Cage, and it's a test to see if they can be part of their team. Hikaru Shida, Sky Blue, and Chris Statlander defeated Anna J, Ruby Soho, and Soraya. Blue and Statlander argued with each other while tagging themselves in throughout the match as all six women went at it at the end until Blue comes in and hits the code Blue on Soho for the pen. Anna and Soraya both were yelling at Ruby after the match. And in the main event in a six-man trios match, Penta Zero Miedo, Commander, and El Hilo de Fikengo defeated Brian Cage and the Workhorsemen. Anthony Hendry hit Cage by accident, so Cage takes him out and leaves the match along with Prince Nana. The Luchadors took advantage of this, all attacking Henry, and it with Fikengo hitting the 630 senton on Henry for the pen and the win. It looks like the work horsemen won't be joining the Mogul Embassy after all. We go to Impact Wrestling. This is their annual IPWF throwback throwdown. This is number four. So this is when they usually do their wacky and silly gimmicks. Uh, with commentary here is Josh Matthew dressed up as Giuseppe Scavelli Jr. And Alex Shelley is Professor Ignatius Quigley. First match is Rich Swan as Rapid Delivery Pete. The pizza delivery guy takes on Delirious as Kamikaze, a uh, ter- stereotypical ninja here. Rapid Delivery just made commentary. And myself all want pizza with all this pizza talk. And then Pete gets to win after hitting an Ultimate Warrior-style running splash. Rhino, as Frank the Butcher, defeated Shara, who is this Neptune character who pretty much looks like Aquaman, uh, after Frank the Butcher hits a big clothesline. The Sunday Morning Express, which is Chris Sabin as the editor-in-chief and Jack Price as the paperboy, defeated the Hard Workers, which is Harry Hall, which is Jake Something, and Otis Oates, which is Diener, when Sabin rolled up something for the pen. Eddie Edwards as Cowboy Colt McCoy and Jordan Grace as Georgia Cobb defeated Rip Razors, Ace Austin, and Rusty Iron, who is Gia Miller, with Grace getting the pen on Miller after an airplane spin into a drop. We have an IPW International Commonwealth Television Championship match as the Masked Brother, who is Frankie Kazarian, with R.D. Evans on his side as a $369,000 man, defeated DJ Too Large, who is Moose, to become new champion after some outside shenanigans and interference, so this lineage of this IPWF International Commonwealth Championship continues. And in the main event here, Josh Alexander as his famous Tim Burr character defeated Santino Morella as his old OVW Russian gimmick, which is Boris Alexiev, after Tim Burr hit a top rope, what else, axe handle to get the win here. We go to Ring of Honor on Honor Club. The show starts with Athena getting mad that Billy Starks is only good at singles matches but always loses in tag matches. It says tonight she will have to set an example against Marina Shafir. Athena then addressed Eddie Kingston, saying that the champions aren't carrying their weight and says her back is so heavy from carrying this entire damn show. 
and called herself the savior of Ring of Honor. We have a Ring of Honor world title proven ground match as Eddie Kingston defeated Lee Johnson after hitting the Hurricane and a good showing from Johnson. So my only question is, if Johnson would have won this match, would he get a future Triple Crown Championship match? How exactly does that work? Not sure. He didn't win. The Infantry defeated the boys with Carly Bravo getting the pen after they hit the boot camp. Rachel Ellery and Layla Hirsch were asking why Maria was talking to the Renegades and she just said that she wanted to introduce herself to them. Hmm. Emmy Sakura defeated Trisha Dora after hitting her butterfly backbreaker. Layla Hirsch defeated Heather Reckless. Both Maria and Rachel Ellery came out during this match with Hirsch as they're both trying to win her over. And a rare case here of Hirsch actually being taller of her opponent here and her having a little bit of fun with it being taller than Reckless. And she gets a submission win rather quickly and easily with the arm breaker. Willie Mack defeated Robert Anthony. Anthony, the former scion of NWA, making his Honor Club debut. But he has made a bunch of Ring of Honor appearances back in 2008 and 2009. Quick win, though, from Mack, catching Anthony off the top rope into a sit-out powerbomb for the win. Billy Starks defeated Marina Shafir after hitting a boat driver into a face plan for the pen in a pretty hard-fought victory, and then Starks kept attacking Shafir after the match until Athena and Lexi never come out. Lexi wearing a red cap and gown, and they handed Billy a yellow one to put on, which resulted in a funny mustard catch-up chant. Uh, Athena said it's time for the 2023 Minion in Training graduation ceremony. She hyped up someone as the valedictorian that Billy thought was her, but it ended up being Lexi instead, which got booze and a We Want Mustard chant. Lexi had an acceptance speech as Athena said this now concludes the graduation. Billy asked what, what about her and got in Athena's face and looked like she was going to leave with her, but ended up attacking her instead and raising up the title as finally Billy has had enough of Athena. We go to our first Survival of the Fittest television title eliminator match tournament uh, match here as we'll see who will become the new television champion at the final battle as Dalton Castle defeated Evil Uno after hitting the bangerang in a fun match for the crowd and he will advance as one of six men. Tony Khan was backstage with Lexi Nair as Billy Starks interrupts and says that she wants her shot so Tony Khan says that she's on a roll and she'll get her title shot against Athena at final battle for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship which I would think would be the main event as I can't see anything else headlining the show after this had so much build. Brandon Cutler and Cole Cabana defeated Trevor Outlaw and GPA in another fun short match as they hit a double team reverse DDT clothesline combo as Cabana gets the pin on Outlaw. We have our second Survival of the Fittest TV title eliminator matches as Commander defeated Gringo Loco in one of the top matches of the show. Definitely check this out. Great back and forth at the end until Commander hit a running rope walk shooting star to get the pin and will join Dota Castle and four other men at the Survival of the Fittest match at Final Battle. Mark Sterling and Tony Nese were telling Jerry Lynn, next time Nese has a match against Ethan Page, Sterling should be allowed since he is a manager. Ethan Page walks in and says that, says Lynn, uh, Lynn says that the match will happen, but Sterling will be handcuffed to the post and a contract signing will be next week as they start brawling with each other, as I'm sure this match looks like to be one of the uh, storylines going into final battle. Drillistical and Preston Vance of LFI defeated Spanish announced projects Serpentico and Angelico, uh, now going by Angelico, as commentary says. That is how he wants to be called, so that's how I will call him. Good Tech action as Vance hits a Larry on Serpentico for the pin. Nyla Rose making her Ring of Honor debut defeated Zoe Lynn pretty easily with the Beast Bomb. The Butcher and the Blade defeated the Iron Savages after hitting Drag the Lake, but not before hitting a low blow as the referee was distracted with Jack Jameson on the outside. And in the main event, Brian Cage defeated Action Andretti. Um, there was a match that was cut between Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel versus Cole Carter and Kirk Garrison. Uh, it seemed to be stopped once Cole Carter sustained some sort of injury, but it looks like he should be okay. Uh, as far as this match goes, Andretti had the advantage until Prince Nana gets on the apron and causes a distraction as Cage capitalizes and hits a gory flatliner to get the pin. We go to MLW Fusion. We have a thumbtacks pit of death match as Jimmy Lloyd defeated Cannonball. Ricky Shane Pace tried to help out Cannonball at one point, but Akira comes out and takes him out, and then Lloyd wins after Cannonball went crashing from the apron onto this thumbtack pits of death, which is place on the outside in this bloody matchup. 
One called Manders gets interrupted by Masked Good Brother number three, who was clearly Mance Warner under a mask after losing a Loser Leagues MLW match against Matt Cardona. We have a three-way tag team match here as Dylan McKay and Marcus Matthews of Wasted Youth defeated Austin Luke and Luxie 13, as well as the main event Jay Lyon and Midas Black after hitting back-to-back shooting star presses and 450 splashes. Zeta defeated Gia Scott with a roll-up and her feet on the ropes. St. Laurent comes out after and kicked Joe Dabreski out of the ring as he was trying to interview her. Uh, St. Laurent then gives Zeta a contract to join the World Titan Federation, which she does agree on. Speaking of the World Titan Federation, they were in the main event as Alex Hammerstone, Tom Lawler, and Josh Bishop defeated Beaumier Fight Club's Jay Bougie, Mr. Thomas, and O'Shea Edwards, with Hammerstone hitting the Nightmare Pendulum on Bougie before Lawler gets the pen, and the WTF kept attacking Beaumier after the match until Alex Kane comes out just to get attacked from behind by Matt Cardona, who's with Steph Delander, and then both factions brawl to end the show, going into their one-shot event, which is going to be at the Melrose Ballroom. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes as the Brat Packs, BK Rhythm, and Gigi Gianni defeated Crystal Waters and Sandy Shore a Spring Break 24-7 with Rhythm pinning Waters after a double-team suplex. Gloria Glitter defeated Chantilly Cella after hitting a double-underhook pedigree-type finisher. Exodus versus Kata Rush ended in a draw as Exodus was tapping out at the same time Rush was getting pinned. I think it's the first time I've seen that happen in WoW and they definitely made a point of that on commentary. In the main event, the Mother Truckers defeated Miami Sweet Heat with Holly Swag hitting the STO to get the pen. If you want more from Holly Swag or Hollyhood, Haley J, uh, check out the Poison Rana interview they did with her up on their feed. We go to NWA Power. The Country Gentleman defeated the Slime Bowls after a top rope clothesline spinebuster combo. Samantha Starr introduced her new assistant, Chelsea, who they showed a couple weeks ago had gotten a beatdown from Starr while training, and Starr, who wants to be called Miss Starr from now on, put her into a match with Maxi Impaler, and we go to that match as Maxi Impaler defends the NWA World's Women's Television Championship against Chelsea, destroying her with a lariat. And they said that Max has competed, uh, has completed the Lucky Seven and can now challenge for an NWA World Women's Championship if she chooses so. The new Spectaculars 2.0, who is Rush Freeman and their newest member in Slade, uh, also known as Spencer Slade, who's done AEW Dark and WWE Enhancement. They beat the Outrunners with Slade hitting the Air Raid crash on Truth Bag Magnum for the pen. So it looks like they finally found a replacement in the Spectaculars. Joe Alonzo defeated Ray Fury and Luke Curtis in a triple threat match after hitting Fury with a full Nelson slam for the pen. And in the main event for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship, Thrillbilly Silas Mason defeated Devin Dixon. The story here is that these two have known each other for over eight years and have the independent tag team known as the Mason-Dixon line. Mason retained as a head in the thrill ride as Alex Taylor and Kerry Morton of the Southern Six join Mason in continuing to attack Dixon after the match until EC3 and Jack Dane run off for the save and then Dane and EC3 have a stare down as they will have a title match coming up soon. We go to NXT level up as Von Wagner defeated Luca Crucifino after hitting a powerbomb. Electra Lopez defeated Brinley Reese who's making her, her level up debut after hitting a sit-out powerbomb and getting some help from Lola Vice on the outside. In the main event, Drew Gulak defeated Tavion Heights with some distraction help from Gulak's guys on the outside followed by a right hook from Gulak to get the pen. On WWE main event, we have two NXT superstars here as Duke Hudson defeated Charlie Dempsey uh, by a springboard back into the ring and hit a released German suplex for the pen. And Apollo Crews defeated Riley Osborne, making his main event debut after Apollo Crews hit a frog splash for the pen. That is it for me this week. You guys catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Mm-hmm.